Well, it is Vision Sunday. I want to look ahead and look at Jeremiah 29, verse 4. The Bible says this. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army is saying. By the way, if you're new, I'm gonna, it's a little bit of like in-house talk today as we look towards the future. Uh, come back next week and give us a few more weeks as uh, today's a little more for the church as we move forward. And uh, I do pray, though, that it would be relevant and even stir your heart as well. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says, the God of Israel. He says that all, uh, to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem, build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that they may have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. And work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile, where I sent you. Everyone say, God sent me. One more time. Come on, say, God sent me. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Can you say amen? I want to preach from the subject, City Light Church. City Light Church. City Light Church. That's the name of our church, in case anyone was... (laughs) Father, help me now to, to speak this with faith and with a prophetic spirit as we move forward into all you have for us in Jesus name. And everyone said, amen. Amen. When we first started the church, I wrote down a, a statement that I entitled, we see it's not, I don't know if you can call it a vision statement or it's, it's my dream. It's, it's what I want city like to look like. And it's what I want us to sound like. And it's where we're going as a community. And I wrote that literally 18 months ago. And then a year ago, we planted the church and now we're a year in. And I thought it would be cool to remind you of, uh, of what I wrote down. It used to be in our, at our, when we were at the middle school, there was a huge sign that had it every week that you could see it. And we need to put it somewhere where people can see it. But here's what it says. We see, we see a people believing that our best days are in front of us, knowing that Jesus loves us and by his grace, walking in all he has planned. We see a large and growing church saying, welcome home to every generation, every race, and every creed. We see a church that loves our city, a church that is here to serve and be a light to Las Vegas for the glory of God. We see a church of influence that inspires believers around the world to dream big dreams and do something great for God through conferences and online resources. Let me just give you a little thing about that. Uh, Starting in April, we'll begin recording a three-song EP uh, from City Light Worship that is going to be awesome. And uh, that, that's part of what we see. It's part of our dream. It's part of our vision. We've been writing songs. And even just Friday night, Cameron, who's right here leading worship, we wrote another song Friday night that's really good. Uh, he really wrote it. I kind of just, I'm going to put my name on it because I'm the pastor. All right, we see a creative community who uses their gifts. 20%. Well, who uses their gifts and talents to share the light of Jesus in our generation. We see a church full of small groups, a deeply connected community 
never living life alone, but knowing that we are better together. We see a people full of the Holy Spirit empowered by the Almighty to see the kingdom of heaven come to earth. Come on, that's what we saw 18 months ago. That was what is in my spirit. And friend, we're seeing it more and more every day. And we're gonna see that whole dream really come to pass in the next few months. And I'm so excited about it. Anybody else excited about it? Amen. And so... I want, to give you, I want to give you three things, and number one is city. Point number one, city. God said in the book of Jeremiah, build homes. Plan to stay. Does anything sound more opposite than when you talk to people in Vegas? Yeah, I'm just here right now, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to get back to Cali. You know, I'm trying to. <laughs> Plan to stay. Don't talk yourself out of God's will for your life. All right, I feel, like being a, I feel like a pastor right now. Okay, plant gardens and eat the produce. What does that mean? It means stay long enough to see the fruit and the seed you've sown into the city that God has called you to. Mary, have children and find spouses for them so that they may have many grandchildren. Multiply. Do not dwindle away. Don't, don't let this city beat you up. Don't let the wind of February beat you up. Go buy some chapstick. Come on, somebody. Don't let the heat of August beat you up. Go borrow your neighbor's pool. I mean, whatever it takes. Like, like don't, don't dwindle away, but multiply and work for the peace of this city where I sent you. Notice what God said. God said, I sent you there. I want everyone out loud to say, God sent me. <laughs> no one believed that. One more time. <laughs> one more time, like you live in Newport Beach, California. Come on, say, God sent me. Yes. All right. Oh, I was a little too excited. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare. God says, pray for your city. Because as you pray for your city, as it goes well, as it prospers, you're going to prosper. So let me just remind you that God has a plan for large cities. God has a plan for large cities because large cities have resource. God, uh, large cities have name recognition. Large cities have influence. Uh, it would be very hard to find someone in our world that's never heard of Las Vegas, Nevada. It's got influence. It's got name recognition. It's got resource. And so that's why the church must thrive in cities like Las Vegas because in this city, as God begins to move in this city, the shock waves would literally go around the world. Over 50% of the world's population lives in major cities. 10,000 people a month are moving into large cities. So Las Vegas is growing. Las Vegas is prospering. Las Vegas is booming. Maybe you, maybe you can't see it because you've, you've been so discouraged. But let me tell you, this city is exploding right now. And God says, as it prospers, you're going to, if you'll pray for it, if you'll embrace it, if you'll see what I'm doing in the city I sent you to, as it prospers, you will prosper. We're booming with the UFC, NHL, NFL, other large companies like Amazon. We could go on and on. And so as our city is prospering, it is a setup for the church of Jesus Christ to impact our city like never before. But listen, the, the need is also great. We have the highest divorce rate in the nation. We have one of the highest homeless rates in the nation. We have the highest youth homeless rate in the nation. We're the sixth most unchurched city in the nation. We have a nickname. 
And it's not Bible City. Come on, everybody. <laughs> it's not Jesus Town. It's Sin City, all right? People know how to turn up when they get here. <laughs> but it's going to be Jesus Town. Amen. Is that... Someone's like, but it's going to be Jesus Town in Jesus' name. Jesus Town. So let me, let me tell you why, why I have so much hope for our city. Because if you look at Europe, Europe is a post-Christian continent filled with post-Christian nations. If you look at America, we are becoming now a post-Christian nation. But, Amer- but Las Vegas is a pre-Christian city. It's never had a significant move of the Holy Spirit. There's never been like a wave of churches that have boomed and have really made an impact on the city. Uh, Central Christian is the largest church in our city by, by a mile. I mean, it's so much bigger than any other church in our city. Our city needs more churches. Our city needs more large churches. Our city needs more churches of influence and resource. Our church, our city needs more cities on a hill that can impact. So not only does city, not only should you be praying that city light grows and makes an impact, but we need to pray for our city that there would be large churches all around our city so that people can physically, literally see them and know there is a place of hope. There is a place of restoration. There is a place where I can find healing and forgiveness, a place where I can find a new beginning and a second chance. Come on, somebody. We need to believe God for more in our city, not just that city light gets bigger, but that the body of Christ continues to grow in our city so that we're no longer one of the most unchurched cities in our nation, but so that we could truly see a move of the Holy Spirit in our city that would so impact every area of our city. God said, I put you in Babylon. And I want to remind you, he puts you in Vegas. So we're called to this city. We're committed to this city. We are hopeful for this city. God wants us here. God wants to bless us here. God, open our eyes to the need that is all around us. Please don't complain your way out of your calling. Amen, everybody. <laughs> and when I say God's called us to the city, I'm not talking about the Red Rock, you know, National Forest or Lake Mead. Or... I'm talking about the people, y'all. There are 2.2 million people here. Most of them do not know Jesus. When God calls you to a city, he calls you to a people. And may City Light, may the people of City Light always be committed to bringing heaven to our city, seeing the good of our city burdened by the need of our city, bringing change by serving and loving our city. We love Las Vegas. We are not City Light Church Las Vegas, but wish we were City Light Church Dallas or Denver or whatever. We love our city. We believe the best for our city, and we believe that as our city prospers, so will we prosper. Can I get an amen from somebody? We love this city. And you know who else loves our city? Jesus loves our city. Amen. Number two, light. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. So we're not only called to the city, but we're called to bring light to the city. People in our city need good news. 
They need to know that there is a new beginning. They need to know that God is for them and not against them. People in our city need to know that no matter what they've done, no matter where they've been, no matter the mistakes they've made, no matter how beat up they might feel today, God has a plan for their life. And friend, that is not just going to happen because of church marketing or strategy or a great online presence by our church, even though I'm so grateful for our Instagram and our Facebook accounts and our websites and everything that we do that we, that we invest finances into to try to reach more people. But listen, our city is not gonna be impacted by Instagram and Facebook. It's gonna be impacted when you get a burden for your city and you decide this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Come on, somebody, let it shine let it shine, let it shine. I'm gonna be a blessing at work. I'm gonna be a blessing to my employers. I'm gonna be a blessing to my employees. I'm gonna be a blessing to my family. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be early. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna share my story. I'm gonna share my testimony. This city will only be impacted to the degree that we let our light shine. Jesus said you don't cover a light, but you let that thing fill the whole house. It doesn't take a lot of light to make a big impact, friend. And if we would just shine our light. God never called us to change the world. He called us to shine our light in our world. And so that is how we're going to grow. We're not going to grow by just better preaching. We're not going to just grow by better worship. We need the music to be better. It's pretty good. Y'all know what I'm saying? It's amazing. Like, just need Jabin to be better. I don't know, I'm 35. I'm, I don't know how much better I'm going to get. Y'all know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't think I suck. And so <laughs> it's not what it's going to be. It's going to be when we <laughs> stink. Sorry, stink. I don't think I stink. It's when, it's when we shine our light to our world and you make the invitation and you invite that friend to church and you make the phone call. And you tell your friend, I'm taking you to church on Sunday. You don't have a choice. Amen. Whatever it takes. Tonight, Anna's going to be doing worship. Tell your friends, we're going to a concert tonight. It's going to be lit. Where is it at? Doesn't matter. It's at Light. It's a new club called Light. It's a new, it's a new club called Light. You're going to love it. And we will always be known, let me, let me say this, this church will always be known for what we're for, not what we're against. We refuse to curse the darkness, we're going to shine the light. Amen. This is a, this is a church of good news. If, I, if, I, uh, if anyone complains about City Light, the two things I hear are, we're the prosperity gospel and we don't talk about sin enough. And, uh, and uh, how do I say that? <laughs> Because you know you're jacked up. So why do I need to tell you? I know I'm jacked up. So why don't you tell me how to get out of it? And give me some hope. And, and we don't preach a poverty gospel. I ain't going to preach a poverty gospel. All right. I'm up. Amen. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. But now let me say, let me say this. I'm a, I want to be serious for a moment. <laughs> Um, I've, I've, we've been praying a lot, my wife and I, we've been very burdened by what we're seeing in the nation. And um, let, me, let me say that 18 months ago from our first Bible study at the, at the Pepe's house, I said, we were, we're not, I'm not gonna be a 
political church, and we're not going to discuss every 24-hour news cycle uh, that's on CNN or Fox News or any of the other ones. Um, you, you have your news outlets, your organizations, and you can do that. But I do want to address the, you know, there's obviously abortion has become a huge conversation in our nation. I think it has to be, and there's obviously a lot of conversation around uh, late-term abortion and all that inclines. And, um, I want to... Um, I want to help women who feel like they have no other choice but abortion. And I want to help us. I'm talking about shining our light. So I'm, you're never going to find me in front of Planned Parenthood with a stick, you know, with a picket. I'm, you're never going to find me doing that. I'm not, I'm not sure that's the way we change the world. Though I do think we need to raise our voice because I am not a motivational speaker and I'm not a comedian. I'm a preacher of the Bible. And so how do I find that balance? And I understand that even if I talk about these things, the moment I talk about abortion, some of you are going, oh, he's a Republican. Oh, okay, I knew it. But he's got a red hat in his closet. I know it. Because, Because our culture has become so divided. So... We want to help resource women because we're pro-women, not against women. And, I, and I, can't, I can't speak to a woman. I'm not saying that I can speak to a woman and her challenges of, of carrying that child. But what I can do is I can try to give her hope and options beyond just, you know, ending the pregnancy. So here's what we're creating. We're creating a resource called Light Loves Life. And we're working on the website right now. It's going to be an online resource that you can send women to that's going to help them with understanding their options and what they can do and how to pursue an adoption maybe if they want to do that or where they can find resources like just diapers and formula and clothing. And, because a lot of times it's these young girls and they can't talk to mom or dad about it or they don't think they can and they, they're ashamed to talk maybe to a preacher about it and, and their friends saying, well, yeah, you just, you just go end it. And they don't, they don't have any other resource to even find out about other options. Does that, I hope that makes sense. I hope, I know some of you, I, I know that saying these things means that there are certain people that may never come back again because I'm saying this. But I am committed. I'm, I'm committed to life from the womb. And, and that's not a political statement. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sorry it's become a political statement. I hate that. But I just want to help. I just want to help young women, especially who, who think I cannot afford this child, this is the only thing I can do. And we want to, we want to lovingly go, no, 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 there's other, there's other options. We want to help you. We want to help you. So we have, we have created, uh, it's not live yet, but it will be, and we'll, and we'll talk about it, but it's uh, lightloveslife.com. And it's going to be a resource that you can have to shine the light for people who need help, who need resources, who need Christian counseling, who need just someone to talk to besides Planned Parenthood, that, that there are other organizations out there that can help them and give them other resources. And so I, we, I wanted to talk about it today because I feel like 
preachers need to address certain things when they, when they rise up in our culture. And, um, and I know it's the hot topic of conversation uh, among believers, you know, pro and against everything that's been going on. And I just want you to know that we are, we are wanting to not just, uh, you know, I'm never going to get up here and go, I can't believe what happened in New York and blah, 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 blah. And wh- I don't think that does a lot. I think our burden is like, okay, so what do we do with these girls in our city that have found themselves pregnant for many reasons? How do we help them now? And how do we do whatever we can do to try to save that baby in the name of Jesus? Can I, can I get an amen for that? I, I, hope, I hope you hear my heart. Oh, I hope you hear my heart. I hope you hear my heart. And, and that's the end of it. But we'll, we'll provide that website for you in, in the days to come, uh, literally this week at some point, because we just want you to know that we are committed to that. And we're committed to finding different ways of communicating a pro-life stance um, that gives hope uh, to the next generation. Amen, amen, amen. I hope, I, I hope you feel me, and I hope you'll give me some grace. I hope you hear my heart. In Jesus' name, we're going we're gonna to start another ministry called I Love My City. And four Saturdays a year, we're going to gather together to just be a blessing. We might adopt a school for a, for a day and paint it and clean it. And, and we know that our, you know, God bless Clark County school system, but they, they need help. <laughs> I, we were in one for seven months and uh, we're going to, we want to adopt different schools and adopt different places. We want to go to uh, homeless shelters and help feed and, and help be a blessing like that. And so we want to give you tangible things that are going to happen. We'll do it four times a year and we'll gather as a church and we'll find different ministries that you can serve on a Saturday. And we just want to let our light shine. We just want our city to know that we're here, that we're available, that we love them and that we want to be a blessing. We don't want to take anything, but we want to give away everything that we can to be a blessing to our city. And so that uh, ministry is going to be launching here uh, in the next uh, literally few weeks. And we'll, we'll get dates to you about when we're going to do those. And we have to work with a lot of different local organizations to make it all happen. It's actually very hard because, you know, if, you, if we were to call, you know, just someone downtown right now and say, we want to help, you know, they'll go, yeah, we need two people. People. You know, but what do you do if 200 people show up on a Saturday to do an outreach? You know what I mean? We don't, so, so you have to work them out and you have to work out different locations. So it's actually a lot of work, but we're working on it. And uh, we want you praying about that. We want to, we want to shine the light of Jesus to our city and we want to be a blessing and we want, we want to be known as a church that is giving and not just taking. And we want to be known as a church that is for people and not against people. And we want to be known for our light and our love and not just for, uh, you know, not for all the religious baggage that a lot of people assume they would think about us. But man, we want, we want to change people's minds and let them know that we love them. And Jesus said it like this, people are going to know that you're my disciple, not by the way you love me, but by the way you love each other. And we want to be known by that in Jesus name. Can I get an amen for that today? And so we're working on that right now. And we're going to get you more information about that city light. Lastly, church point number three, church, Jesus said in Matthew 16, verse 18, I will build my church. It's the only thing Jesus said he's building. And if Jesus is building the church, I want to be a part of the church. The church global, it's not perfect. It's never been perfect. Every church has issues. No church has it all together. Every church has struggles and drama. 
Every church, you know, and let me tell you why every church is, it has its issues, because it's filled with people. <laughs> because a church is not a building. A church is people. And if a church is people, then a church has issues. Amen. And so we're trying to do everything we can to be healthy and to, and to you know, but every church has its stuff and every, no church is perfect. But we do always want to be about the church. Jesus, uh, the apostle Paul said it like this. He said, love everybody, especially those in the household of faith. Like the, we should be nice to each other. Hello, because we're Christians because we're part of the same family, because we have the same heavenly father. Paul said, I want you to be kind to everybody, but I want you to really show love to fellow believers. And so we are for the church. We're not a church who hates the church. We love the church. We celebrate the church. We celebrate the body of Christ. We celebrate what God is doing globally. And we celebrate what God is not only doing in City Light, but we celebrate what he's doing in every church in the city. City Light Church individually cannot reach Las Vegas alone. Amen. And so God anoints different men and different women with different calls and different burdens and different sounds and different convictions to reach more people. And so we're not the best church in town. We're not the cool church in town. We're not better than anybody else. We, we not only love what God is doing here, but we celebrate what God is doing in our city. And we're for the church and we're for the body of Christ. And we're going to always do everything we can to be a champion for what Jesus is doing in the world. And what God is doing in the world is the church. The church is God's plan A and he does not have a plan B. The church is God's idea, not man's idea. The church was birthed by Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2. And we want to follow that model to the best of our ability. The Bible says that the church gathered in the temple and they gathered in homes. And that's why we have small groups. We don't have small groups for any other reason than because it's in the Bible that we're not going to find true community and life transformation hiding in a service. But it's something powerful happens in conversation. Something happens in the intimacy of 10 people, 20 people, 30 people gathering together and conversing about the scriptures and opening up about life. And so we believe in the church and we believe that it is God's way of blessing the world. We believe that the hope of the world is the church of Jesus Christ. And so we're committed to that and we're committed to what God is doing in the earth and what God is doing in the earth is the church. And so we love the church. I was saved in the church. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in the church. I was water baptized in the church. My father received a miracle healing in the church. I met my wife in the church. The first time I preached was in the church. I received my first prophetic word in the church. I got married in the church. I love the church. I love that we're raising Goldie in the house of God. I love that you're raising your children in the house of God. The church is not perfect, but it is beautiful. It is awesome. And it is what God is doing in the earth. And come on, I want to be committed to the church. 80%, 80% of giving during the hurricanes that hit Texas last year, 80% of the giving was given by Christians. 65% of hospitals in poverty-stricken areas are run by Christians. Every time you see a natural disaster, a war, a tragedy, every time you see it, you will see the church rise and show up 
in love and compassion with, with not only spiritual remedies, but with food and with clothing and with shelter. God bless the church. I thank God for the church, and I thank God that we are a part of the church. And so our goal this year is to help you get more committed to this church. If this is, if this is home, we want it to feel like home, and we want you to feel like you play a role in the church. So here's a few things that we're doing this year. First of all, we've just finished what is called Next Steps. And Next Step is your next step. It's a two-hour class online that you will take. So as opposed to like a membership course, uh, we don't have membership, but if you say, man, I want to get involved, I want to know more about the church, whatever that might be, we're going to start Next Steps, which is a, again, it's a two-hour online course. You learn everything about our vision, values, beliefs, on and on. Uh, you'll take a spiritual gifts assessment test as well, and then you will get plugged into the life of our church. We're doing everything we can to make it as easy as possible for you to get connected. Um, we're also starting welcome dinners four times a year. And what a welcome dinner is, is it's just a time to meet our staff. It's a time to meet Shannon and I. We're going to eat. We'll tell you a little bit about the church, but it's really for new people who want to get connected. We're going to offer these welcome dinners. Maybe you're there and you go, man, I would love to serve on that welcome dinner team and, and help people get connected. I have a heart for that. Well, we would love for you to do that. Uh, we're launching in the month of March, Spanish translation. Let's go. Orale. Gloria a Dios. And I'm done. Everything else is food or cuss words, so I'm done after that. Amen. You know, my dad loves Jesus, but he cusses in Spanish. And I say, Dad, that, that, I don't know what it means, but I know it's a cuss word. And he's like, yeah, but it's kind of slang. It's kind of, no one really knows. I'm like, no, you wouldn't say that in front of your mama. But anyway, that's another... Uh, <laughs> Every year, we'll continue to receive a miracle offering. Many of you were a part of that last August when we received a miracle offering to get into this building. As many of you know, it cost us about $60,000 to move into this building. You gave $170,000. Give yourself a hand. So with that excess... We call that designated funds. Those cannot be used for staffing. Those cannot be used for, uh, you know, other things. It's used for building specifically. So we have not touched those funds. Those funds are now being prepared for our next building because this building, we're doing four services. It's too small. It has too many limitations. And we need a better, a bigger building. Not just a better building. We need a bigger building. So what does that look like? Well, I'll just be honest with you, and Jorge, you can come up. I'm going to wrap up. Um, what that means is that we uh, were, were so young financially that we probably couldn't get a loan to, like, you know, go buy property and, you know, build out a building or buy a, a big box store and build it out because we're just too young. So what our next option probably is, we're in here till August 2020. Okay, we're in here till August 2020. So that it's creeping up. 18 months is going to come quick. We need to probably find a long-term lease, something eight to 10 years of a big, this is uh, 6,200 square feet, I believe. We need 25 to 30,000 square feet. Could do a 500 to 700 seat uh, auditorium, have a great lobby where you don't feel like you're just packed like sardines, uh, big kids ministry where you don't hear every single thing that's happening over there, which by the way, we are, uh, we're building another wall like a second one so that it's soundproof. And so we're building a wall and we're making the tithers pay for it. Okay, and then, um, oh, and, and I couldn't help it. 
but we are, we're building, we're building a big soundproof wall on the other side of the kids' room so, to help us with that, so. <laughs> Did that hit you funny? Some of y'all didn't even get it. Okay, so, uh, so we're doing that, <laughs> praise the Lord. But we need, we need, a, we need more space and we, and we need parking and all that. So if we were to get into some kind of long-term lease, the build-out on that would be about a million dollars, okay, to, to build it out the way we need to. And that's why we call it miracle offering and not, you know, casual offering. Yes, we need a miracle because we don't have a million dollars. Jesus, multiply it, Jesus. You did it with bread and fish. Do it with the offering, Jesus. So, so we're believing God. That doesn't mean that I'm believing, you know, in September that we're going to have a million dollar miracle offering, though, Lord, let it be. What it means is from now until we begin, we need to believe God for some real finances. Uh, is this a setup for anything? It's not a setup for anything other than if this is your home church and you love what God's doing here, you can always on that envelope in front of you or on the one on the website, you can always give offering or you can give building offering and all of that is designated to our future. And so if you would like to get, if you would like, if you say, Jabin, I can give 10 extra dollars a month towards the building, do it. If you say I can do 10,000 a month, over and above. Amen. And I'd like to know you too. I'd like to be your friend. <laughs> I'd like to take you to dinner. Um, if, you, if, you can, if you can give a dollar above, do, do whatever's in your heart because that day is coming and we're believing God that together we're going to be able to do something uh, really beautiful and really great. Amen. For the glory of God, somewhere we, we can grow and where we don't have to do five, six services a weekend, but where we can... Um, because I don't, I don't want to do long church for the sake of long church, but I don't like the one hour. It's just too quick. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to preach and just have a little bit of time to let the worship team come, come back up and respond to God's word. And right now we just have to boom, 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 you know, knock out these services. I wish we just had a little more time. I don't want to do two hour services, three hour services, but I'd love to do an hour and 20 minute service. Someone's like, come on, let's do it. Yeah. Nope. Uh, but if we just had 10, 20 extra minutes to let the Spirit of God do what He wants to do, wouldn't that be awesome? And so we need parking for that, and we need a bigger building for that. We're doing it, y'all. City Light Church, we're doing it. We're going to do it together. And I'm grateful you're a part of this vision. I'm grateful that we're in this thing. Um, God's hand is on us, and, uh, and I can't wait to see all the Lord's going to do in the future. In Jesus' name.